Hey, what's up, folks? It's Nathan from the Creative Entrepreneur Blueprint. Wanted to give you a quick overview of this episode where I use a free tool called the Life Score Assessment Tool by Michael Hyatt. I use that as the foundation to then start setting my goals using the Smarter Goal Framework that I taught you guys in the previous episode. So stay tuned. Let's rock. If you're like me, you're an artist and entrepreneur. You've got big ideas, unique skills and services that frankly, no one else can offer the way you do. Yet you're probably still asking yourself these questions. How do you make money yet still have time to create as an artist? How do I run a business if my mind doesn't necessarily think that way? And how can I create a future that isn't dependent on me trading my time for money? Those are the questions we ask ourselves, and this podcast will answer them. My name is Nathan Freitas, and this is the Creative Entrepreneur Blueprint. Follow me as I demystify running a profitable creative business and empower thousands of other creative entrepreneurs like you to make money doing what they're meant to do and impact the world in the process. Let's rock. Good morning. Happy Friday. Let's dig in. This is episode three of a four-episode series focused on planning for 2020. I'm going through this process now, which is why I wanted to teach it to you all. And if you've listened to the previous two episodes, you'll know that we first focused on the emotions that lead to any goal setting. And I really tried to hammer home the point that If you can't get to a state of those emotions being so, so like in you and exciting, then whatever you set set, set out as goals, it's going to be hard to accomplish. So if you haven't listened to episode one, please go back. It'll be here in in the show notes of this episode. Also, the second episode, we talk a lot about we went through an, um, an envisioning process. You know, what does your ideal 12-hour day look like? And I even offered you the opportunity to stretch and say, if you had no constraints around time or uh, money, what would an ideal day look like? And from both of those envisioning um, sessions, you were then prepared to create goals. But I walked you through what a goal should look like and the key elements of that goal, leveraging Michael Hyatt's Smarter Framework. So those are the first first two episodes. Today, we're going to dig into the actual setting of the goals. And I learned about this process that helped me prepare for setting goals, again, about, gosh, 12 years ago. And I've been doing it but what I like is, again, I just went through this, this executive planning um, session with Mary Hyatt where, Hyatt, where her dad came in and talked a lot about how he runs his business and how he plans for the year. And so I, I'm, I'm sharing a lot of what I learned from them because it's, I love the way he's applied basic some basic things and he's put his own touch on it. And then Mary's put her touch on it. So what I've been doing to get ready to actually create the goals is you assess your life. And I call it the life wheel. Um, you've heard, heard me talk about the various areas of your life. 
But Michael Hyatt has this free quiz that you can take, and it takes literally five minutes. So I encourage you to do it. Again, links in the show notes. Um, by the way, I have no, I have no affiliation with anyone that I'm mentioning, any of these tools. I'm, I'm sharing these because they are free. They are things that I'm finding value from, and my hope is you can too. So this life score assessment, if you just do an internet search for the life score, one word, assessment, it should pull it up. If you tag in Michael or add Michael Hyatt, it's definitely going to find it for you. Um, but just, yeah, search life score, one word, assessment. And it'll take you to the page, and you can start your quiz. And what's really cool is before you even start, it, it asks you. It, it says, you know, what what areas of your life, or they call them domains, but it'll ask you, which ones do you want to focus on? Which one do you want to assess? And you select them, or you can select all. And then you go through the quiz. And it's about it's a, it, it asks you one question, and then a qualifying question, for each area of your life. So it could be all eight areas or maybe you've chosen three or four. But what it does is once you go through that quiz, it spits out your um, your score. And it's rating each area of your life on a scale of 1 to 12. So st- um, uh, the zones would be, so if you're a 1 to a 3, you're struggling. needs you know, it needs It needs addressing. Scores between 4 and 6 are in the frustration zone. So needs some tweaking, but it's not like do or die. And then scores seven and nine are in the success zone. Um, if you get into the ten or twelve, you're in like whoa, you know, peak state, transformational zone is how they define it. And I really like that. So it's hard to share this um, over a podcast, but what it does is it gives you a visual representation of all areas of your life. So you imagine a bullseye, um, a circle, and a bullseye with rings. And the rings start from the middle, and then they go out to to the edges, just like a again, just like a dartboard bullseye. The ring in the middle is your lowest score, and then if you as you get broader out to the edge, you know, you've got your highest score. And so what it'll do is it'll give you this visualization that says, uh, based on your quiz, here's here's where each area of your life, what, what where what your score is, and because it's done in circles, you have these little pieces of pie that are different. Um, lengths right they take up more space depending uh, if you have a higher score or less space if you have a lower score and by visualizing it as a circle you start to really see where in your life you're struggling or not you can start to see if that wheel is out of balance now one of the questions i get from a lot of my clients is they'll say uh okay well i i want i really they want it to be a completely balanced wheel and I will share this with you. I have yet to meet anyone where that wheel is balanced. There's always going to be a constant flux. So just give yourself some peace there. I would focus on gradually increasing the score in each area, not necessarily focusing on a solid, well-rounded wheel. Because there's just going to be something, always. Things out of your control. Okay, so once you've done that quiz, and please do that quiz, because until you really understand where you are in your life based on uh, yeah based on this quiz, you won't really know where you should focus your goals. So I shared with you yesterday the smarter goal framework, but now it's about actually creating the goals and aligning those to the areas of your life that need help. 
So for me, that's great, right? Because it gives you the roadmap. I now know where I need to focus my goal setting. Okay, so once you've done that, now it's time to actually go in and start creating your goals. So if you're listening to this, I would pause this because I don't want you to sit down. I don't want you to start writing out your goals until you're in a, a better energetic state. You've got to get in a better energetic state. So if you're driving, this might be a little difficult. Pause me, put on your favorite song, sing out loud. You know, if you're not in your car, start dancing, do burpees, jumping jacks, uh, jump on a rebounder, go for a run. Whatever you can do to get yourself in that heightened emotional state where you're vibing, you're vibrant, you feel like I'm unstoppable or I'm just, oh, I'm so excited for life. Until you can get to that place, don't set your goals. Because what I have found is when we're in that negative place or even just a low, kind of a calm, energetic space, the ego slips in a little bit more. It can slip in a little bit more. And if you remember, one of the things in that smarter framework is they have to test you. Your goals have to push you a little bit. So, very, very important. Okay. So now that we've done our life assessment, we know which areas of our life need attention, now we can start going and creating our goals. And and so the the the, the one of the recommendations that that I like to lead by is is really I would say 7 max 10 smarter goals. Michael brought up a good point in this executive planning session that I went through, which was, I mean, you can only do so many. And if you think about four quarters in a year, 12 months, four quarters, you are, you know, that, that's, I mean, it's basically two goals a quarter. If you're doing eight, that's pretty that could be depending on your goals which they should challenge you that's pretty aggressive so just keep that in mind right don't overstack your goals eight to ten now as a friendly reminder let's let's go back through what the smarter goal framework looks like as you start to write down these goals and again you're in a peak state you're in a high vibrational state you're excited options are endless so from that state Go through the smarter framework is we want a specific goal, measurable, actionable. Again, using action verbs, quit, run, finish, things like that. Risky. It's going to stretch you. It's time bound, exciting, and lastly, relevant. And the best way to make it relevant is guess what? Do that life assessment, that life score assessment, okay? So write these goals down. Take a moment. You can write, you can have multiple goals in a category. So one of my categories is a two right now out of a 12. That's in the struggle zone. So there are multiple steps I have to take, probably multiple goals I have to set this year to get myself to an eight or a 10 in that area. Other things like physical fitness, you know, I'm doing fine. It's like a, it's a six. So I would love to get an eight, eight to 10 in that area. Uh, and so I can set one goal and probably and probably knock that up two points. But you get what I mean here. So don't overthink it. So you've got eight, max 10 goals that you're setting up. I recommend eight. And then you go through. 
And so what you're going to do is um, I, I would recommend to not overthink the details of the goal. Just apply the smarter framework to it. List out, um, again, your eight. And then what we'll do is um, I'll have you walk through and start to list out in detail what those goals are. Okay. So once you've got your eight, one of the one of the, the great uh, I guess exercises we went through is we started to list out the goal in detail, and so I had a uh, kind of a worksheet that I did it, but you can just do it on a regular piece of paper. But you'll 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 write out you'll so you've got your summary on the left hand side. Let's say a separate sh uh, set of paper. You've got that written on the left hand side, and then on the right you're gonna go through and you'll have an individual sheet for each goal. So you're gonna want to write, of course, the 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 name of the goal at the very top. Um, you'll want to define, and I would just uh, define, I would also say just double check, is it smarter? And check it off, right? Go through the S, the M, A, et cetera, until you finish that acronym and confirm that that goal is, in fact, a smarter goal. One of the other things that Michael talks about, you know, he highlights focusing on whether it's a habit or achievement focused. Because... That will impact, which is what I'm going to talk about in the next episode, how you schedule. Because these goals are great to have written down, but until they're on your calendar, they don't exist. They're just in your head. So I'll walk you through how I actually make it actionable on a daily basis, a weekly basis. But for now, we're just writing down, is it a habit or an achievement? And also you want to list out in which quarter of the year do you want to accomplish that goal? The last thing I do um, around that, 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 that goal detail sheet is define which area in my life this is addressing or helping. So again, is it spiritual, parental, intellectual, social, emotional, vocational, physical, avocational, marital, financial? Any one of those, have those listed out as well. That way you can start to keep a tally of how many goals you have per area. So once you've got that goal, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of starting to list out what are the big rocks that you would need to move to make that goal happen. Probably there should be no more than three big rocks. Maybe there's just one. But those big rocks are important. You have those listed down. And then from that mental state, you should be able to move through these pretty quickly. What I find is when we start to overthink these things, then it's not a big rock. Big rocks should just slap you across the face like, holy crap, that is something I need I need to, to, to move. So you've got that. And then for each one of those big rocks, you might list out two small rocks that will allow you to move that big rock if needed. And that should do it. So that that will give you your goal detail page. And you're going to do that across your 8 to 10 goals. And again, you're aligning those to the areas of your life that, uh, that need some focus. And the last thing I would do with your goal detail page, page is write down the core desired feeling that this goal will either enable you to uh, to achieve, or better yet, which core desired feeling do you need to embrace as you are 
approaching this goal, a tackling this goal. Doing all of this, this should take you an hour or two. This will get you into a place where you're really ready to plan for 2020. Because if you think about it, you've, you've defined your core feelings from the first episode. So you know what you want to feel, and that's going to be just a high vibrational energy. That, that's kind of your soul. That's defining where you're going. And then, and then of course, what we've done is we've, we've figured out, well, what, what would a day look like? I know what the feelings look like, but let me visualize that into a day. And of course, talked about what a smarter goal looks like, that actual framework. And now we've actually written out those goals. So the next step and what the next morning minute episode is, so the, the, the wrap up the series, is going to be focused on getting it on the calendar. And I'll share with you my past year and a lot of the goals I set coming out of Date with Destiny uh, last December and some of the ones that I accomplished and the ones that I didn't accomplish and how that felt. Talk about um, how I get it on the calendar and, and, and turn it into actionable steps. But again, that's, that's for our next episode. So hope you, uh, hopefully you find some time today or before the new year here to go through this third step of a really important process for planning for 2020. As always, I really appreciate you guys. You rock. Have a great one. We'll talk soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Listen, I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can implement in your life or business immediately. But before you go, I've got one ask of you, and that's to please subscribe and rate this podcast. Help me help other creative entrepreneurs like you and I. And here's the deal. When you leave your rating, you'll win a 15-minute free consultative meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating, and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again. You rock.